Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hello, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Hi. We're here again. What are you doing here? <laughs> this is Just the Worst Podcast. I'm Patty. I'm Valentina. So nice to have you back. Me or the audience? Uh, all of you. All 12 of our listeners. <laughs> all 12 of you. We appreciate you. We do. We love you. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thanks what? for... And also for being engaged. I love when people, like, give <laughs> feedback and stuff and, like, comment on the ridiculous things we say. Yeah. yeah. Or give us new ridiculous things to talk about. Definitely. Always wanting new topics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was yeah. your week? What week is this? Oh, I think Can I just say, interrupt, first of all, Jewish. to say this little nugget that's sitting on my lap is the cutest, <laughs> cuddliest thing ever in the whole world. Yeah. And he's up for adoption. He is. Anyone. He really is. He's just the sweetest. I might just take him home. I think he should. Ian was just like a cat in a dog suit. He really is. He just wants to cuddle. Yeah. He's not super big on walking. Like when we go outside, he's like, no, I'm good. And then I pick (laughs) him up and like put him in a pouch and he's happy. (laughs) See, he doesn't need a lot of exercise. Then this is the perfect dog for my mom. Yeah. Keep working on her. Unless the dachshund's an ass. Well, why don't we just bring them over and have them introduced to each other and see yeah. what happens? I'm bored with that. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I interrupted you telling us no, what your week I was. No, I don't. I think my week has just been dogs, basically, and work. Did you have to go back to work? I did, but it was it was rough. So I wound up working from home yesterday, I think. I just I can't get down with the train schedule. Like, it's just too exact for me. <laughs> I need to be more flexible. Yeah, like if you want me there at nine, like that's one thing. But if I have to be there at nine fourteen, oh, the you train. Know what I mean? Yeah, you could be there at like nine ten and just wait a couple minutes. I know. I don't know. I'm not a public transportation thing. Ian took the train for the first time in forever to go up to the city yesterday. Oh yeah. And on the way home, the train in front of them hit a car. He had a car, yep. and he just got stuck sitting there forever, and he almost lost his mind. Yes, that does happen. Yeah. Quite a bit. Both the car they hit two cars this week, and both of them were empty. I'm like, what? Are... Empty cars? Yeah. What, so somebody's like, parking are, on the tracks? Do you think you're getting insurance money for this? Like, what are you doing? You covering up a crime scene? I don't know. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But, you know, there. have you read that article ever about the number of enormous suicides that that happened at gun high schools yeah yeah their big method of doing it is step in front of trains yeah so we're not hard on kids here at all everybody in the bay area there's no pressure on these kids yeah it's sort of easy ride there was a whole bunch of them that yeah like for a couple years clusters yeah because like once one kid does it it kind of like opens the door to like oh i guess it's not that crazy we all did it yeah and so a bunch of them did that yeah there was a big article i forget i mean it was in like a legit you know, long form magazine. I want to say like New Yorker, Vanity Fair, one of those that mm-hmm. really went into detail about how. Oh wow! Pressures that are on the kids, you know, to get into Stanford's and Harvard's, and they have like eight periods a day, and they should take a seven a.m. period as well, so they can get plus an their extra extracurriculars and their sports. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So. It's it is a little nuts. There is a new show on A and E called Undercover High. And it's, they took, I want to say, like, five or six adults. I mean, they're young adults, like, 22 to 26, who look very young and who are also, like, either education majors, PhD students in counseling. There's a youth minister. And they have essentially given them new personas and sent them. 21 Jump Street. Basically. Okay. They sent them into this high school. And it's in, I guess, just, like, regular part of Kansas or something. And it is fucking terrifying like i am so out of touch with what high school must be like now all the kids are on their phones like in class kids are playing music in their they've got earbuds in or they're just playing it out loud really yeah and the teacher's like uh so yeah could you turn it that down a little bit but there's no like put your phones away you know what they should do they should put those like the um signal blockers around the schools 
So they have that as far as the computers are concerned. Like there's firewalls that they can't do social media on the computers, mm -hmm. but they can't do it on the phones. I'm and sorry, but I heard a story one time about Sean Penn going to this restaurant in Half Moon Bay because, you know, he lives up here. I did not know that. So this is the story. He or he lived up here, I think, when Robin Wright was up. I don't know. Anyway. When they were together? When they were together, I think. Ooh. But he anyway, he was at some restaurant in Half Moon Bay or that area, and he put something on the table that prevented people from taking his picture oh, and clever. posting them to social media. So the, he had some gadget sure that blocked exist. people's signals. So if he has it, then the schools could get it. They really should. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it was unbelievable. Damn kids. And this poor, this one girl, she was cute, this little Latina girl that started. Um, and the number, I guess Facebook Messenger is the big. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I use that all the time. And she was getting like 30 messages a day from new guys that were like, hey, I don't know you, but like hit me up. Hey, you're, you're hot. I like your ass. And I mean like. Just and then she accidentally got added to a group chat with like twenty two guys, and they were like, "Who's gonna get that ass first? And then one of them was like, "It, it just progressed, progressing, got worse and worse, and yeah. until one of them was like, "LOL, I'm just gonna like rape her, LOL, blah." And yeah, because like, that's funny. Yeah, and then she wound up going. You know, the principal knew, and then they had this whole like team of psychiatrists and stuff that would help them. They were like, "Holy fuck, we had no like, it's crazy." Yeah. Kids are kids are terrible. They really are. Teenagers in groups are like the worst things out there. And I can't imagine doing all that with social media. With the anonymity that you can create with it. You yeah. can create a fake profile and talk shit about somebody. And people can always get in touch with you too. Like, you know, if there's a bully in your school, if you're not in the same class with them, at that point you don't have to deal with them. But right. if they're on your phone. Well, and every party you go to, everything you do, there could be pictures, there could be videos. Oh. No. Kids, no, you suck. Sorry. Knock it Stop off. Stop being jerks. We get along without it. I remember. But I can't now. I'm worse than they are probably. <laughs> no. I'm not mean, but I am always on something. But I remember, and this is a shout out to Harry Daniels, because uh, he was a senior in the class above me. So I went to all girls Catholic high school, and we had a brother school that was all boys Catholic high school. And It wasn't uh, St. Francis, though. It was. My brothers That's both went to St. Francis because my brothers both went there. Shout out. What years? Oh, geez. Way before either okay. one of us. Sorry. Uh, my brother just turned 54. Oh, my yeah, older no, brother. Probably not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Harry was having this big graduation <clears throat> party. And I got one of our guy friends to go to, like, the communications lab, check out a video camera like a giant <laughs> video camera so that i could tape it because i thought it would be really fun to like make a documentary about you know like the seniors going away party uh -huh. and as far as i can remember that was kind of the only video that we really had and it still exists and we watched it like two years ago and it's mortifying just how like ah, oh. like stupid you are yeah. at that age and just like and then we, like, thought we caught this one guy kissing this one girl that he wasn't supposed to. And we were like, oh, shit, we just caught that on camera. I mean, it was, like, <laughs> slight shades of kind of what you see now. Yeah. But it was just, like, so much more innocent and so, like, just, oh, my God. She's wearing her cheerleading uniform, smoking out of a bong, and we took a picture. Like, <laughs> so, but it's still that same kind of, like, excited, gossipy level about stuff. Yeah. And then I do these, like, little monologues in between where I'm like, so, guys, tonight's Harry's party. <laughs> oh, God, it was just mortifying. <laughs> so my friend Kip, who lives in Denver, I believe, has the tape because I took it there. Oh, you need to sh get that oh, somehow God. digitized and it's... share that with the world. I just look at it and I'm like, I can't believe, like, I wasn't really popular, but I kind of got to hang around those people. <laughs> somehow but i look at myself they just and like, use you to carry stuff around for yeah, them or what like, like on nerd <laughs> uh but i'm just like what was i wearing it was that era where like timberland boots and jeans and starter jackets like the whole grunge cool. thing max spice lip liner was like a huge um so one thing you should know about me at that time <laughs> i was stoned the entire time <laughs> Is I don't know what any of those things you're talking about. I know what Timberland boots are, but that's you lost me after that. Okay. Well, there's going to be some people out there who went to high school in the 90s that are going to know what I'm talking about. 
Mm. I didn't do that. That's it was why. a very weird kind of dancing along the chola lines okay. of society. Okay, did you do lots of black eyeliner as well? Did your bangs go straight up in the air? No. Oh, that was well. like, yeah, no. But I wish. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a good look. Yeah. It was, yeah, because there wasn't really goth. Well, no, I did go kind of goth at one point. I got very into like Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor and tried to wear like black lipstick and Doc Martens just full. They put the kibosh on that. <laughs> At Sacred Heart? Yeah. They didn't so like I that? Like, I can't I believe it. Weird. So crazy. But anyways, super long tangent. So sorry about Yeah, that. I don't even don't remember what, what we were talking about. about. Yeah. Oh, oh we were talking about, about your week. How your week went. That I've obviously been watching a lot of television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about my actual life. Let's talk about TV. Let's talk about my pretend life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my actual life is fine. I try. I took my first Krav Maga class, mm-hmm. which kicked my ass. Valentina and I are both going to learn how to kill people this year. Basically. Yeah, with our bare hands. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was really like they were teaching you like, okay, but if a guy comes and chokes you like this, what are you going to do? Like, it wasn't just like I've taken a Brazilian jujitsu class before and it was very strange. And it was just like way too immersive to where they weren't kind of explaining why you were doing it. Like, just wrestle. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Get on the ground. Pin him. I don't like this. Uh, but it was very much like, you know, what are you going to do? You're going, you like, you have to do this and you have to do that. And like, it was, I don't know. It was really yeah. neat. So. Yeah, and I took my first intro. I didn't really Your actually take the class, class, but it was like a Krav Maga, uh, something tactical, Beast, something or other yeah. uh, intro to self-defense, and it was fun, except for I almost had a panic attack. That wasn't that yeah, fun. Yeah, that's a little weird. It was weird. The guy came out in his, like, riot gear, and I don't know if I had a bad experience in a riot or, <laughs> I or what, it out. but I really, I mean, I have been around cops in riot gear before, and they weren't really wanting you to beat them up, but... Do you think it's like a Star Wars? This guy was a cop, and he's like, this is your one chance to, like, kick a cop in the balls. Come on. <gasps> and you were crying. And I, did, and I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, all my self-defense skills are going to work out right. But, like, in real life, I'm not afraid that I'd be, like, I feel like I could do it. I just couldn't do it to some guy. And I, I don't know but what I happened. My don't... brain fucking short-circuited. How does that work, though? I don't know. Why are you confident that you would do it? Because I've done it. Oh. But what if it's, yeah. No. I mean. I'm assuming someone in tactical gear wouldn't probably attack you. <laughs> when, when it's, you know, when it's, like, oh, your actual life or yeah. potentially... I haven't had to do that yet, I don't think. But I see, like, I knew the person, so I didn't take it as seriously as I probably should have. Long story short, there was a guy with a shotgun who wanted to kill his family and me. And uh, we had a a good wrestling fight over that. And, yeah. But you got the gun away from him? Well, I got it between between us, and he was on. Pointing up, I hope. No, it was a shotgun, so it was laying flat. <laughs> he didn't have the bullets. I had the bullets. Oh. That was where the argument started. <laughs> anyway, that was good times, but I don't think that was what it was. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. That was, like, one of the funner parts of my week, aside from the panic attack. Do make you panic as well? No. Oh, interesting. Stormtroopers? And normally, I, I like I said, I have taken self-defense classes in the past where I had to do a similar thing, and it did not freak me out. I don't know what happened. Interesting. But I was literally hyperventilating and crying. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know what happened? I feel like you need to explore that. A I know. I probably need. You therapy. probably should have like sat down with the guy. Can and we talk through this? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're coming back though. So I probably <laughs> will have to talk to them at some point. You should really. In the meantime, I'm going to go learn Krav Maga, and then I'll just be able to like. Bap, 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 bap. Yeah. But yeah. It was intense. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a girl that I work with who is years, years, years into it, like instructor level. And she was nice enough to kind of escort me to like my nerdy beginner class. But so then the instructor was really excited because he had someone he could, you know, really do good demos with. And like the speed and the strength in which she did these things that I was still like one, two, three, like trying to remember the moves. And I was like, fuck, I've never been good at choreography. Like I've never. Me neither. So I can't. Or coordination. I know, yeah. Like, if you want me to do one thing with my hands, I'm going to remember to kick once I'm done with my hands. Exactly. That's <laughs> totally how I am. Absolutely. So I'm going to pull your arms away. Then I'm going to kick you. Then I'm going to do something else. And they're like, no, no, no. you got to do all of this at the same time. And I was like, oh, well. 
That's I'm, not going to work. I'm in a van being raped, I guess. <laughs> this is why I say I ride horses. Because you don't have to have the, the horse has the physical right away. <laughs> you don't have to walk. You don't have to do anything. You just, I mean, you do have to do stuff, but it's not coordinated yeah, that so way. So hopefully, yeah. if I can get past my massive embarrassments at what a spaz I am. <gasps> no, we're going to start taking classes together because then we'll both be spazzes together. It'll be perfect. Yeah. We can both yeah, be. I was doing very weird because they were like, <laughs> just, they're called combatives like once you've done your initial like whatever the exercise is like getting out of the chokehold with like two hands then you just do like six combatives to get away from this person <laughs> so you're supposed to you know like try and elbow and punch and kick very sensitive spots mm -hmm. i'm doing these weird things <laughs> with like wrapping my leg around the other person's leg I like i'm it. trying to tackle them like I don't know where that I don't even have siblings. Why is that like an instinct? <laughs> but at least You're I didn't ready, do like man. some like girly slapping in front of my face or anything. Yeah. So that just, would be pretty great. Just gonna bone get all good oats, footsteps. There you go. Did I tell you she gained 14 pounds of muscle for that movie? No. I haven't even seen it yet. <gasps> Wonder Woman, everyone watch it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I it's heard not it's great. Like a, yeah, because it's not like a, I didn't think it was a cheesy kind of superhero movie. Which is so weird because it's Wonder Woman. I know. She had a lasso and an invisible plane. I know. And they somehow made that not cheesy. I know. That's they did amazing. a good job. Yeah. There's a bit of sarcasm in it, which I always appreciate. Chris you kind of have to, right? does a good job. Mm -hmm. And seeing Robin Wright as like an Amazonian mm. badass warrior general is everything. Yeah. she's She is a badass Amazon warrior general. She so. is. It's like I think I've said before, the quote where it's like, we got to see our princesses grow up to be generals. Mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, princesses. Thanks. Leah. Oh, my God. I'm dying over this dog. He's the cutest thing. <laughs> we did put a picture of him on the Facebook. His name's Monkey. It is. And he's adorable. He's making it so I can't move very well. <laughs> But I don't want to. Your whole story is going to be ad-libbed today. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> so I think there was this guy once that, I don't know, he did some stuff. It was cool. <laughs> well, I was feeling like I've been really hard on both the United States yeah. and the Christian religion or Catholicism, yeah. sort of. I feel like I've done a lot of talk about how the evils of those well, entities that's, that's closest to you so yeah right it's what i know just you talk to what you out know. at those we... yeah so this week i decided i was gonna go to the other side of the world and Whoa. speak a little bit about asia because <laughs> we've never said anything bad about that <laughs> <laughs> well we we're gonna be talking about a little known country over there in asia called burma myanmar they call themselves myanmar but officially the united states still calls them burma so because they it, don't really recognize the government oppressiveness that we call them Burma? It's more that they don't consider or hadn't, I think, considered the government of Burma a legitimate government. So the government that renamed the country Myanmar, they're kind of like, nope, we're not going to recognize that. Gotcha. I think is more the story. Because I feel like I've heard I, they have a president, prime minister. Well, I feel like whoever Aung San Suu Kyi is the elected the leader. She is sort of uh, like a Kind of like the Queen of England. So it doesn't have any So power. she has some, but the military still maintains control. And they're the third most, well, at least the last time I checked, which was not researching for this podcast, but um, they're like the third most repressive country in the world. Really? Yeah. Behind who? Uh, North Korea. Got it. And I think somewhere in the Middle East. Probably. Yeah. But they're they're pretty gnarly, and their whole history, like, I was going to go back and go through a bunch of history, but it's literally, then they fought a battle with this guy to keep their independence, and then this <laughs> happened, and then the Japanese came, and then the Chinese came, and then the British came, and then yes. the U.S. came, and then the Japanese came again, and then they finally banded together and fought off everybody, <laughs> and now they're infighting. Nice. <laughs> so that's basically the short story of so far. Burmese history. So they, they banded together to beat everybody outside, but then everybody inside, so there's seven states. Huh. And each state basically thinks they have their own country. Really? But then there's the Burmese government that kind of has control over all of it. But there's like infighting and militias and all kinds of things going on all the time. So and there's a lot of conscription of people into the military. 
it's it's pretty gnarly. On a map, where is Burma? It is. I, I have the answer to that. Thank you. Since it borders with China, India, Laos, Bangladesh, and Thailand. Jesus Christ. So it's this little, but it's got, it's on the. So southeast. Southeast. Asia. And it's on the water. Oh. So there's pathways to China from it. So like everybody has a reason to want it. It's also known for rubies and teak. Does it have any like vacation spots the way that like the Philippines? Mandalay? Oh. Well, yes, but it's it's not that you can't just waltz in and out, but people do go okay. to Mandalay and Rangoon. Okay. Are kind of the probably the big touristy spots there. Um gotcha. Yeah. And then their 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 capital city used to be Rangoon, I think, but they moved it mm. recently. So um but they are made up mostly of uh, Buddhists. Buddhists. It's a Buddhist country. Um, and then there's like a small smattering of Christians and Muslims and Hindus. Really small um, of, hin- of Hindu. Interesting. Anyway, um, the Buddhists. Yeah, what's their problem? <laughs> you would Why think, are they in the worst? Yeah, you would wonder because... When you think of Buddhists, you, you generally think of the think adorable of, little Dalai Lama, right? And just peace and peace, love and nature, yeah, trees, and reaching meditation. What do they reach? Nirvana. Nirvana, yeah. So that's like what their religion teaches. But um, starting in 1988, they really the military of Burma, so the leading the rulers, mm-hmm. encouraged the conversion of ethnic minorities by force if necessary. Trying to get to them to assimilate to into Buddhism. the bur- yeah into the booties, words again Buddhism booties. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Um, Shake your booties. Anyway, so they promoted a vision of Burmese Buddhist nationalism as a cultural and political ideology, uh, and so they, they wanted, wanted to, to get do that rid of Hindu and Christians Christian and everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, they wanted to, and they thought that if they had this kind of cohesive group, that it would legitimize their rule. So oh. they were really pushing that. Um, so you hear, like, I was reading headlines, and it's like the hardline Buddhists and Buddhist rage, and you're like, what? what? Exactly. Like, I'm sorry <laughs> that, that those, like, what is that? It's like a giant jumbo shrimp. What is those? The uh, yeah. I was gonna say hypochondriac. <laughs> Remember, everybody, I turn into an idiot with a microphone in front of my face. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what is the word? Oh, my God. It's an oxymoron. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. No. Uh, so, you know, they, they say that maybe the Buddhist monks didn't necessarily instigate violence, but they certainly didn't discourage it. Yeah. And they kind of rode the wave and began to incite even more violence. Um, so it, as part of this whole effort. Um, and while the ideals of Buddhism promote peace and pacifism, the actual, like, you know, like with any religion, any religion, the ideology versus the the reality and being faced with people who think differently. And plus they felt like, because they had been tolerant of other religions in the past, because they don't technically have a spiritual argument with other religions that they'd actually been taken advantage of and had lost. Oh, so now there is their, their defensive, right. Um, enter the Rohingya, who mm. are oh I yeah I listen to news. This is like current news happening, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So the uh, the Rohingya are a state uh, a stateless Muslim minority in the Rakhine state. Yeah, they're not uh, having a good time. There, yeah, there's about one million of them total. So the story behind the Rohingya is that this is part of the crazy Burmese okay. history. So. They've lived where they lived forever. Um, but the British colonized Myanmar or Burma. Mm-hmm. And for 100 years, they were they had um, rule over it. And there was a kind of a, an open border between India, Bangladesh, and Myanmar. Mm-hmm. And what happened was there was migration back and forth. And when Burma got control again... <laughs> They basically said, no, those aren't our people. Those are, oh, those rude. are, yeah, Indians. And then he's like, no, those aren't our people. And they kind of got shoved in between the two. Um, denied denied citizenship on either side. Oh, super. Yeah. And they so had like, to. We're in charge. This is my fort and you're not coming in. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then on top of that, 
they started the troops from Burma started taking the Rohingya villages over. So this was in the 1970s. Okay. And they faced crimes against humanity and they were just hmm. they they now call them Bengali immigrants. And to the Buddhists in Myanmar, they never were officially Burmese, mm-hmm. but they'd always lived on that same land. But somehow <laughs> they're illegal immigrants now. Um <laughs> So these people just got fucked. They just totally. Oh. This is like an example of how colonialism just ruined the world. And yeah. so many civilizations just got torn. I mean, you can trace back roots to almost every problem in Africa. <laughs> is when the colonials left. Right. But if they hadn't gone there in the first place. Right. <laughs> but then they just up yeah, and abandoned it. And they're and like, fuck shit up. And then they're like, oh, thank you. Bye. We have all your diamonds and all your gold. We're gone. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> anyway colonialism bad and anyway so possibly good there's 135 recognized ethnic groups in myanmar but the rohingya yes but the rohingya are not one of them (laughs) um you're a group and you're a group and you're a group (laughs) you guys no not a group we're just gonna kill you all um so they're yeah they're widely viewed as intruders their their laws discriminated against discriminate against Rohingya. They are not allowed freedom of movement, education, or employment, um, and they're denied land and property rights and ownership. So they can their land can be taken away at any time. That's insane. Because they're not even legal. They're not even people. Ugh. It's just freaking nuts. Buddhists, everyone. These are Buddhists. <laughs> what does the Dalai Lama say about this? Dalai Lama is actually kind of pissed. He's like, that's not is what he? yeah oh, that's he's good. he's um He's not on the side of the Burmese Buddhists on this one <laughs> at all. But um, so in May 2015, uh, about 32 shallow graves were discovered on a remote and rugged mountain in Thailand. So oh. that's also one of the borders. A lot of people, um, you know, leave the country to get to Thailand. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was a so-called waiting area for illegal immigrants before they were sneaked through the border into Malaysia. And one of the migrants was found alive in a grave, and he was treated at a local. So he kind of had this story to tell. Okay. Um, and while the majority of Rohingya are Muslim, which is what they say is the problem, like the right. Muslim are are dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. There are Hindus as well, but it doesn't seem to matter. They they kind of just go after whoever. Um, and so I think they said something like six hundred thousand, six hundred fifty five thousand Rohingya have been displaced and forced out of the country into Bangladesh. So there's this huge refugee crisis right now. Happening. Oh, yeah. This is happening right now. Um, and in, I think it's November of last year, mm-hmm. there was a massacre. No, it was August of last year. So they killed 6,700 people huh. in, in August alone of last year, 730 children. And this is like a state approved saying it was it's the burmese military oh. so what they what happened what happened was uh <laughs> there was so there's militant rohingyas right because they're they're fucked and they need <laughs> they feel like they need to protect themselves so um there was an attack on the burmese police or military and i think 12 people were killed in that mm. um so that was their response, was to go and kill 6,700 people, That's 730 cool. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're saying, yeah, this is like, this it's could be much. constituting as a genocide. I pulled a couple of the stories uh, from the from the people of what happened in some of those raids or some of the attacks. And it's like, you know, kids being bayoneted and thrown into rivers and people being beheaded and stabbed and women being dragged into huts and gang raped. And then there was one story of a woman who was dragged into a hut, gang raped. Then they locked her in and set it on fire. Oh, her daughter saved her, her little daughter got her out of there. But so it's just like, just fucking chaos. It's gnarly. Um, so (laughs) this makes me so sad. Uh, yeah, and Amnesty International is saying that this, there, there's contempt for human life. It's like yeah. everybody's kind of pissed at at Burma about this. I'm gonna call them Burma because I'm pissed about it too. Do it. Yeah, and what anyway, do you call so them if they're from Myanmar. Exactly, Myanmarese. They're still Burman. They're Burmese. But so, like, my son is from Burma, right? But he's from Chin State, which is on the other side of the country, of the borders. 
he's on the border of India. I want to say. I want to say. <laughs> we don't talk much. <laughs> no, but it's it's, no, it's he's in this hill country. So where he's from, it's uh it's a Christian community. But so his when he first showed up with us and they he was like, oh no, the Buddhists are bad. And I was like, what are you talking about? Nobody here. Yeah, no, they're that. horrible. They're horrible people. We don't like the Buddhists. And I was like, really? Interesting. And I thought it was maybe just the language barrier. <laughs> you know, like maybe I'm not understanding the story. Sure. But no, they're they're just fascinating. Yeah, badasses. So um, but he's on the other side of the country and where he's from, like tourists aren't even allowed to go. Oh. It's that it's that not wild, but it's Just that un, un, not civilized. What's it, like the military's not there. They have militias that are. It's just wild. It, it's yeah. It's yeah. A little bit. It's like the outback kind right. of country. Um, so he didn't see a lot of this, but a lot of military conscription, which is why he left because the military started coming around talking to him, and his parents got freaked out. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, this is like, this hits a little close to home. Um, but some 90% of Myanmar's population is Buddhist. Uh, but they're really concerned that Islam represents a threat. And there's, I think I said something like 4% of the population is Muslim. Uh, most, a lot of the country doesn't think that what's happening is, a, is really a big issue. Like, they think that it's being misrepresented in the press. Um so they call them the Bengalis, which is a slur term, a shorthand for illegal immigrants. Oh, do the tigers know that? Bengal That's a good tigers. Question. I know. It's a very good question. <laughs> and there's very little sympathy for them. Uh, and there's like been a huge upsurge in Buddhist nationalism. And this is really interesting because their government did just change recently. Like Aung, Aung San Suu Kyi, who's their leader, uh, a democratically elected leader, has been there basically on house arrest for years and years and years. And she's always been this great big peace leader in Burma. Mm -hmm. She lived in England, I think. And she went back, she left her family. She went back to try to like fight the good fight in Burma oh. was put under house arrest, like every 10 seconds um, because she was the popular, everybody wanted to elect her. She finally got elected though. She does still share power with the military and they actually have the power, mm. but she's supposed to be this great peaceful leader. And there has since been this huge uprising in, Buddhist and she's nationalism. No, she's aware, but she's like her people that support her. She's like la la la. Don't necessarily <laughs> really support stopping what's happening to the Rohingya. So, like, what do you do with that? And the military really has control, and they're the ones who are causing. So it's like she's in this position of like, what the fuck can I do? Like, seriously. But it doesn't make her look very good. No. I'll tell you that. Well. We had a lot higher hopes for old Anzong Suchi when Come she on. became in power. Because we kept asking him, I said, is it better over there yet? Is it better over there? He's like, yeah, not really. <laughs> He's like, you have the same radio as I do. <laughs> well, he talks to people there. Oh, well, that's Yeah. Good. So he, he has family there and friends. So it's crazy how, like, when he first moved in with us, there was one person in his town that had a cell phone. And so what you would do is you would call, or maybe it was just a regular phone. I don't know. You would call the phone. I'm going to ask for And they would hang up and they would go get his family and they would bring him back. Oh, my gosh. And then they could talk. And then they had, like, sometimes they would Skype. It was amazing. It was just like how old how... was he then? 14. 14. Yeah. So this was, you know, several years ago. Seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. But it was pretty crazy how well That's they stayed wild. connected, even though they were, like, way out there in the middle of nowhere in the world. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, a lot of the Buddhists think that the Rohingya are terrorists to the native population. Uh, so this is this like kind of street interviews. Like, what do you think about this? Ah, fuck them. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. Word on the street is. There was a, so this is from one guy on the street. Uh, they're expanding, he said. They produce so many kids, so many children. He also found no fault with the camps or ghettos. Some 120,000 Rohingya are forced to live in by the state. But said he'd never visited them, as he was told they were too dangerous. Is it cancer ghettos? Camps. Camps. Oh. Yeah, so they're all like, living in refugee camps, worse. basically. <laughs> cancer camps. <laughs> cancer ghettos. Make them get in a ghetto. Uh, yeah, and he's like, they can leave under escort. It's not a problem. So, oh. like, they clearly aren't getting the gravity of the situation, or they just don't give a shit. Um, which seems to be... Yeah, you know. yeah. So, basically, no religion is truly, truly nice. 
no no and it's just so like i can't wrap my head around like i just saw this firebrand firebrand buddhist monk and like what that's why i thought they were supposed to be peaceful no that's our like yoga classes and our chakras and all that touchy feely shit no yeah so they're that's terrible wild. anyway um so there's little sympathy for them. The world is outraged, but nobody really wants to do anything about it. Um, Probably because what does Burma have to contribute to the world? Ruby's antique. Mm, yeah. Pathways into China yeah, from I don't the think ocean. We're super Though it's interesting because, like, historically, that's why they were valuable, right? Because there was pathways into Asia through Burma. But now that people are flying everywhere, I don't think there's nearly as much uh, interest that way. But. I think just in general, like opening up the world to people and they have, they've come some way. And I yeah. mean, they used to really put down all the people and now it's just this <laughs> sad Rohingya people We're that are. progress. It's baby steps, guys. Baby steps. Yeah. And so Aung San Suu Kyi is not really doing anything because like she's not sure what to do. Um, but they said that, so the last thing I read was that in November 2017, the governments of Bangladesh and Myanmar signed a deal to facilitate the return of Rohingya refugees to their native Rakhine state within two months. So that should have already happened. I do not think that has happened. Um, and if they return, what are they returning to? Like, okay, we made them go back. Yeah. And now your, all their villages are being burned down. parking lot. We, and they're being raped and pillaged and their children are being murdered and like thrown me. into the... No, I don't like that. So I don't know how it helps them to be forced back other than, than Bangladesh doesn't have to deal with them. But it's just like it's so tragic because you see these like they're not surrounded by the wealthiest countries. Bangladesh isn't huge with like tons of resources to offer right. help. And that's where all the refugee camps always end up, right? Like in these other very poor countries. <laughs> and there's just these tons of people that have nowhere to go, no country to call home, no passports to so go poor anywhere. Are just being dicks to no other jobs. Poor in a way. Always. It's it's always this lack of financial that guy Balance is taken that... away from me. Yeah, and you know what's the craziest yeah. thing? When you watch, like, footage or anything from any refugee camp anywhere in the world, you still see the kids playing soccer. Like, mm -hmm. the kids are always running around laughing, having fun. And, like, the the tenacity of the human spirit is unreal. But, like, it's fucking a travesty. Dude. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I read about girl. that stuff and, and anything that's happened in syria or that's happened in africa or just the sudan like the whole thing that happened there in rwanda and just like what the fuck yeah. it's crazy yeah i mean we're all evil to each other no matter what yeah buddhist christian whatever that's wild again this kind of leads to my conclusion that i'm not sure about this religion stuff yeah now i'm just done with it to if it's gonna problem. make you just Jerk. Even if you're a Buddhist? Yeah. Dalai Lama. Well, and way it, in here. It doesn't sound like they're opposed to them because of their religious views. Well, they say that's the reason. They they there's several, right? One is that they're right. they're illegal immigrants, even though they've always lived there. Amazing. It's just the border that's changed or right. who ran the border that's changed. Um but they do say that like that one guy was saying, you know, they have too many children, there's a Muslim threat, they're terrorists. In I don't know who the terrorist way, is in this situation, but it's not like it's comforting in any way. But it's interesting to me to see that even in countries that are so completely different from America, there is still this like weird xenophobia that kind of every culture right? manages to have. That it's the zero sum game, and that if I, if my dad was a good carpenter now i can't get a carpenter job it's these fucking guys fault like <laughs> terrible example but you know what it's, I mean? it's no just it's like, true it, though i feel like here it's just this very like lower class like they're taking our jobs blah blah blah. i don't even know if it's a lower class issue it seems like it's just in it, well, I feel, I mean, it's just if you're looking for a reason to not like somebody too or yeah, you're having any sort true. of issue at all you can yeah. run like i don't feel like my job is threatened by Another well it's not man. now but like the thing that i trip out on is that like um we live in a world where a lot of things are transferable to other countries anyway Ooh, so yeah. if you're a data anything if you work on a computer all day and you don't actually mm -hmm. interact with anybody and you're not an engineer your job 
could end up in Bangladesh or in India or Malaysia or anywhere where they can do it for, you know, pennies on the dollar for what you'll do it here. And that I think is a bigger threat than people coming in and doing labor jobs. Like I'm surprised more people aren't getting into like labor and mechanics and mechanical engineering more and things that you actually have to be where you more are. Immigrants. More residents, more anybody. Oh, because they're fucking lazy. But the thing is, is like any job that you actually have to do where you are are the most fucking secure jobs there are. And yeah. this, I think, in this economy and the world like it is today, so many things can be outsourced yep. and just send it over. And I mean, like, even some of the work people do on computers, right? Like, we work here during the day. We ship it off to India at the end of the day. They work on it all night. You have it back in the morning. It's done. A hundred percent. I mean, and to, you know, to a lot of companies, like, hey, that's a lot more efficient than me waiting for oh, you to for go sure. home, have dinner, sleep, come back right? the next day. Ugh. It takes a whole nother day. All that human shit. <laughs> Why should we wait for that? True. Yeah. So I don't really know that. But I feel like as far as like manual labor mm -hmm. goes, I feel like wasn't there a documentary where they like replace, there was like a town, middle America, they kicked out all the Mexican immigrants. A day replaced, without a Mexican? Was that? I mean, there was a movie. That's a logical name. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there was a. I mean, a they movie did replace that. them, I believe, with like prison inmates who probably don't have like the greatest impetus to do an amazing job. But I feel like they, they don't think. Does their situation change? <laughs> you get another piece of cornbread, another top ramen for you. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, but I feel bus. like it was catastrophic the amount of work that the like white lower class was willing to put in versus the immigrant population. Well, we're all sort of entitled. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting that you have Americans claiming all oh, these immigrants are taking our jobs. And I'm, I just want to look at them and be like, are you going to do that? You're going to go pick strawberries? Well, Fantastic. the other stick you're going to like, the other thing that's weird is like, if you just look at and, and granted, I don't live there. So, let me preface that with this, this with that, whatever I'm, I mean by that. We are, again, privileged, live in a bubble. white girls. <laughs> but like with the whole coal mining industry. Ooh. And we've lost our jobs because I don't know why they think they've lost them other than the fact that people aren't using coal anymore. And also it makes you die. Yeah. The job makes you so, die. So like, let's not train them for other jobs and make them actually have a really purposeful, meaningful job in this economy. Let's insist we go back 100 years and start mining for coal again because then they'll be able to get the same jobs that their grandparents had. Like, I don't understand that logic at all. And I honestly, I know somehow they tied immigrants into that argument, but I don't understand how they did that either. No, and I wish I had obviously better citing and source material for this, but I remember um, after Trump got elected, it was like one of my morning shows that I listened to that was talking to gentlemen that had worked in coal mines that were kind of excited that mm -hmm. they could do it again. And like half of them had black lung and they saw no like irony in the fact that their jobs were killing them and that this was an opportunity to actually like do something else. And they were just so excited to, to that their kids could get into the mines. And I was yeah. like, okay, like. <laughs> I'm clearly like on. I can't judge. I can't. No, wait. it's. I, I mean, can't weigh in on it because I have no idea. But I just feel like. If, you, yeah, it's hard not to at all. Whoa. Sorry. Boom. But um, yeah, it's. Yeah. You kind of wish you could go and like explain it to them, but then it's like you're this crazy West Coaster coast. Oh, yeah. You know, a coastal elite or whatever they call us. But then I get the black lung. <laughs> <laughs> merman <laughs> merman <laughs> everything comes back to a movie quote <laughs> yeah it really does yeah. um yeah that's so wild. anyway that's burma right now people Jesus that's what's Christ. happening so what's happening in your neck of the woods is it really that bad <laughs> right? i don't think so probably not i i do end up leaving the show generally more grateful for my life than i started it kind of true um yeah and i mean just knowing like just the stories that I do know of what's going on in Burma and like the very casual way I'll get told them like, Oh yeah, the military can just come and stay in your house whenever they want to. Yeah. They come and take half your crops. They will come and tell your mom she has to come work in the yeah. military barracks cleaning 
until they decide she can come home. Like, yeah. it's just, like, people live like that yeah. today. We are pretty lucky. Yeah. Even if her president is a maniac. Even if even if and the CIA is listening to every yeah. single thing we say. And we think our country is just going down the toilet and we're not going to have health care and children are going to be deported and blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> it could still be pretty, pretty could be so. I mean, we are supposed to be the shining light on the hill, right? Which is really annoying. But you know what my favorite thing was? And I'm we're sorry. the youngest ones. That's yeah. like... That's, not That's what children are the most innocent. We're supposed to be like, la, we're la, la. To be like you we babe. love everyone. Right. We're all best friends instantly. We're just giving like a try. What was her name? What's that kid's name? Friend. 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 When Ava. she's in the mall, she's like, she waved at me. <laughs> she waved at me and we're friends now. <laughs> That's how it should be. Exactly. That's how we're supposed to be. I, because we're, we're still more the youngsters. like that than a lot of countries. According That's true. to our report. No, did you hear so extensive expertise? Because I can't not. When we, we were talking about the shithole countries earlier <laughs> and our dear, dear. Uh, Tommy? Yeah. Uh, no, Trump. Jamie? Just Trump. Oh, Trump. I was going to um, say Tommy Lahren. And No, but then I heard later that he wasn't going to go do his visit to Great Britain because he just doesn't really like Theresa May. <laughs> And the whole story was that he was worried about being protested. Oh, I thought it was against... weird about the embassy. I thought he was being... He's being weird about, about the embassy, embassy, but he also said, he I don't really her. like Theresa May. Like, she probably doesn't like you. I know, but aren't we supposed to be diplomatic? And right? like, hey, we're on their side. And I just really hope that it's such a turning point for us that it's gotten so comically ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I mean, I feel like, but I feel like there's more people involved in caring about these things yes, than that's true. ever been before. I tell my work all the time, like whenever the discussion comes up about like being sensitive to women or, or like how sensitive women are now about every little thing yes. and that like you can't fucking cross a line anymore. Right. And I'm like, lame Trump. Because if he had not won the election, we would still not give a shit. Probably. <laughs> but now that he has, we're like hyper aware of well, any possible. I just heard this morning there's a movement and apparently it's primarily French, I believe. Mm. And their version of Me Too is something like name your pig or like oh. expose your pig. Oh, no. Something. Okay. But uh, the reason it got mentioned on one of my shows was uh, Catherine Deneuve, who's the beautiful French actress, yes. iconic beauty, um, <laughs> was saying, I think we need to set up bigger parameters on what is fucking idiot guys trying to flirt and legitimate sexual assault. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I kind of paused for a moment was like, hmm. Like, I under like. I, I'm not trying to like start fights about this, but it is kind of. Oh, you know that we both got some we, just really minimal Krav Maga skills mail. now, so you better look out. We'll be like exactly. <laughs> throat Don't punching to, each other yeah. before you know one. Don't do on. anything else except try to choke me, or else I can't <laughs> get you off. <laughs> it's only week one, guys. <laughs> but it does kind of raise an interesting point because, and I mean, I know that like men have taken it way too far and been like, oh, so now we can't even talk to girls, right? No, not that. But yes. I mean, there no, are you can't talk to us. Where, Leave me alone. I mean, there are some times where guys are just fucking retarded and they try to say things to you that you're like, oh, no. Well, and I also go to the side of like, really, are we that much of a victims all the time? Like, yeah. and that's so unpopular. Right. And like, and I, but, and I get like, I do get the victim's perspective. I really do. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me, that sometimes that can like take away your power and you just yes. can't say something or whatever, you know, like there's so many reasons that you might have to feel victimized or to feel like you don't have power. Right. Um, and I just wish we could get to a place where it was like, like this teacher was saying to us last night, like, tell them to fuck off. Who cares? Yeah. Don't be polite. You know? And if they, if they do this to you, you go report them. And if they do that to you, like just, and I wish we could get to that place because I think, and I think maybe we will. Yeah. We had kind of have to go through this first. Like we had to burn bras before we had whatever. Like right. you have to go to a way extreme before you can bounce back to something normal. Yeah. And I think there'll be a new normal and I think it's going to be a lot better. Yeah. But man, it's painful getting there. It's a rough and, road. And <laughs> it really is. And I, and I fall in the middle because I do try. I think we mentioned, I mentioned somewhere along the line that sometimes I have empathy and eh, I try to stay away from that. Yeah. 
Well, empathy's not so bad. Like, it's not like being depressed or something sad or anything. It's just like, oh, I get where you're coming from. I know. Um, yeah. And I try to see where other people are coming from. And I fail all the time. I, feel I like short, I, I shortcut and be like, fuck I that. I feel like I do it more than a lot of people do. Yeah. And I feel like I always have the attitude of like, this, maybe like this person's not being a dick to you because you're deserving of it. But because like they're a dick or because yeah. their cat died or because like god knows what <laughs> has nothing to do with you at all right. yeah and like the quintessential girl thing where like you walk in somewhere and some girl's just like eyeballing you to death and you're like who's this fucking cunt like, <laughs> i know and then she comes over and she's like i just wanted to tell you that your hair is like amazing and you're like oh i'm a terrible person <laughs> Like, why do I have to assume that everyone's just an asshole that hates me? So, I think. We do, though. Like, sometimes, like, when, um, I sometimes feel like people, like, when people are complimentary of me, like, more than one or two people or whatever, mm -hmm. I feel like they've probably gotten together and discussed the fact <laughs> <laughs> that they like need. suspicious. <laughs> great today wait a minute you're the third person that did you guys that. talk and decide guys... i needed an ego boost today Am I getting fired yeah <laughs> i totally do that shit though i'm like this is some kind of grand conspiracy isn't it well you guys don't really like it's an me amazing way to grow up oh my god okay i'll just tell this one little rehab story that i have oh this is there's a good story. always time for a rehab story. yeah well, so when i was in rehab um, i need to get ready <laughs> yeah uh, let me tell you what it's like um we might be on hiatus eventually here, people. <laughs> um, so we had this group, and for some reason, I don't know what had happened that I became the focus of this group, but it ended up being where everybody in the group had to say one nice thing about me. Ooh, and I by the second that. person, I was in fucking tears. Like, I was so pissed, because that's usually when I cry, is when I'm pissed. Why were you because pissed? I was convinced they were all making shit up. Like, I was literally like, <gasps> fuck all of you for making this shit up. Like, I was literally just so mad. Fascinating. And we finally get to around to this woman. God, what was her name? She's this little old woman, and her name was totally we'll on the tip of my tongue, Eleanor. but it went away. And she looked at me, and she goes, I just don't have anything nice to say about you at all. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being honest. Like, <laughs> and she totally made me feel better that's because awesome. she had nothing nice to say to me. And I was convinced was everybody else in that whole circle was lying. And that's pretty much where I start from. Fascinating. Yeah. And I kind of work my, like, it's not that I'm constantly thinking about myself and how bad I suck, but. We all do. But, like, that's kind of where my general thinking started just as a child. So. Interesting. Yeah. As an only child, I feel like I was very much like, everybody says you're so pretty. Everybody says you're so beautiful. Everybody says you're so smart. And I was like, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, like, now that I'm old and fat and whatever, I'm like, and we were talking about like on our group text how like great Oprah's speech was at the Golden Globes how empowering it is and all this movement and I was like well so I've only been fat for like three years and like I kind of miss being sexually harassed <laughs> <laughs> that like, was nice. you guys don't know how hard it is to go from being like woo to being like literally no one looks at you <laughs> Oh, can I just um, can I just point out what it's like being forty four? Because that's pretty much. And what you look happening. twenty in every picture. No, you have nothing to say about this. I'm shutting this down. Stop it! Bye, everyone. <laughs> Click. Zip it. I'm gonna throw something in her head. Anyway, but I I mean you you feel like that as you age though like you're automatically just. But also, my other argument is you're married. Who cares what you look like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Ian, well. <laughs> Ian, do you have something to say about that? <laughs> yeah. He might. He might care a little. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's my that's fun, our... fun rehab. I've come a long way. It's been uh, many, many years. And I'm not quite that fucking pathetic anymore. Yeah, don't say anything nice about Patty. On yeah, I Facebook really, page. really, it really hurts my feelings. It. <laughs> it hurts my feelings when you say nice things about don't me. Don't make fun of her by saying nice things. <laughs> Totally what I would think, right? Like I'm being set up for some big fall somewhere <laughs> down the line. <laughs> you know, I have had those moments where someone's like, you look thinner today. And I'm like, what do you need? 
<laughs> I'm no thinner than I like. I haven't even done anything to be thinner than I was yesterday. So you need something, or you've heard yeah. something, so or just what's going suspicious. On. <laughs> I'm just suspicious of your niceties, which is terrible. Yeah. So, you know, I can be nice and I'm not suspicious of myself when I do it. I totally mean it. But clearly when you do it, you're just a suspicious I think, up to no yeah, good. Yeah, and I think people are very afraid to compliment me, as we've discussed. I think, I don't know if we've done it on the show, that I'm so snarky. Oh, yeah. That my friends are, I think, afraid to be, like, genuinely sincere and be like, you look really pretty in that picture. <laughs> or, like, I think you're really funny here. Like. I don't get just straight out compliments because I think everyone's afraid that I'm really like, uh. <laughs> I don't You thought that was funny? That was right. fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know. What are you in third grade? <laughs> that was my weakest shit. <laughs> dumb dumb. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to compliment me. And that's how I just like everyone's jealous of me. <laughs> that old argument. That's, yes. <laughs> They all just wish they yeah, were me. I don't me. like hanging out with girls because they just get jealous. Yeah. They don't like me. I don't know why. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dion and I are friends because we both know what it's like to have people be jealous of us. <laughs> Tell me you know the movie. I didn't even hear the first part of it. <sighs> okay. Whoever. What was the first part? What was the name you said? Dion. Oh, Clueless. Oh, good job. Yeah. No, I just didn't hear the name you oh, said. Oh, but you should have known it from the first I'm sorry. <laughs> I do know Clueless. It's a great film. It is. Yeah. Paul one Rudd. of the best. Well, oh, yeah. The non-aging Paul Rudd. And Alicia Silverstone was phenomenal. Yeah, but then she went weird. Well, she went all peta, but peta, peta, peta. What did you say? Peta? peta. peta. No, peta, but peta. I think she it's. Got all... She turned into a pedophile. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> she did, though. She became all. But I don't have a problem with that. She yeah. didn't get as weird as like don't vax your children, did she? Jenny McCarthy, no. Okay, so then she did can... do the like baby bird feeding thing with her kid once oh, on a video that kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, you know, I sometimes think that celebrities' their only problem is that they are just filmed doing too many things. They're just people. Yeah, doing weird like, shit we every have, now and then. Yeah, we don't have video of like Vivian Leigh or Cary Grant doing baby feeding their children so they're forever just these hollywood icons right but now just everything's out there yeah so like if you you can't have kind of icons anymore no because they're all just doing weird shit because we're all just humans and we're all watching them do it yeah yeah anyways we're all here like we're getting a little too uh, philosophical yeah uh, uh. <laughs> so we'll end it with it uh, uh. i'm gonna talk about some death uh. oh oh good all right no so that's it for this episode for episode a hey everybody pay attention to what's happening in burma do something to help or somewhere else just be <laughs> helpful there's i mean this shit's happening all over the world so you can really choose your spot and just I wish help. we had the rights to we are the world because i would play it as like an outro we we might just steal part of it yeah, anyway i don't know that enough people listen that we will get in trouble for <laughs> copyright infringement <laughs> i don't know if it'll be an issue who's the guy that wrote it bob geldoff you're gonna ask me when I couldn't sure even huge d- d- discern it from another song. That's <laughs> that's right. God, don't even oh, don't remind hey, me. I'm sorry, but my not lack of knowledge between the We Are the World Band Aid Farm Aid World and Aid Live Aid Live Aid and the was entertaining to some people. So, but the I, fact that I turned it into a double on in front of the microphone, I did have people text me and be like, "Thanks for giving it to Patty on that one." Yeah, she's an idiot. <laughs> And I would say, thank say you that. for being honest. <laughs> <laughs> My argument was just that you're slightly older than I am, and you should know that because I only know it because I had a T-shirt, a Live Aid T-shirt that I my just mom got don't me. Know a lot of things. It's weird the things that I remember. It's weird. Okay, so today, uh, there was a whole like this whole thread on Facebook about tattoos, and somebody oh. posted a picture of somebody who had like a dot tattoo and i very clearly remember like hey do you guys remember this bosom buddies episode when kip went to go get a tattoo and he ended up with just a love dot clear as day remember that that is insane (laughs) but i couldn't even tell you the names of the people on bosom buddies (laughs) granted it was pretty much before my time but still still, how did i fucking remember that completely remember that but most other things 
right out of my head. No, if like, you asked me to n- name all my nieces and nephews on both sides of my dad and not. his wife, and I couldn't do it. No, I drove to work but today Kip, and play, I know. and Good Vibrations came on my Spotify mix. I knew every word, mm-hmm. and I was laughing while singing, and then I was like. Oh, brain, can you clear this out? Like, <laughs> Make room for something important? Seriously. Yeah. Come on. Nope. Nope, you're going to know. Yeah. I'm anti-drugs. You don't need to know the names of the people you work with. You need to know the name of good vibrations, <laughs> how the words go. But Thanks. it's so adorably anti-drug. It's ridiculous. I don't even know the song. So. I'm trying to remember the lyrics. Are you going to sing it for so, us? like, you don't need drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is that anti-drug. You don't need drugs. Uh, 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 uh. And on that note, everybody, I think we'll leave you. Yeah. I we, have a feeling you'll disagree with us, but you probably you don't asleep. need drugs. Yeah, you do. Everyone does. <laughs> <They're blessed. laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. All See right. you. Bye. Bye.